Welcome to the Confident Retirement Podcast. How confident are you when it comes to life's biggest money decisions? What is real financial peace and how can you get it? Chris Flaming and Mark Peachy are the founders of LPF Advisors in Sarasota, Florida. They bring together the brightest minds to show you how to have a more confident financial future. They empower listeners with common sense concepts and financial wisdom. And now, here are your hosts, LPF Advisors. Hey, I want to welcome everybody to the Confident Retirement Podcast brought to you by LPF Advisors. I'm your host here, Chris Flaming, as always. And just as a reminder, the information that we are providing is our opinion and not necessarily that of our firm or this platform. Nothing shall be construed as financial tax or legal advice or recommendations. It's purely educational. You should consult with your own financial tax or legal team on your specific situation. And today I have the pleasure of welcoming Sarah Horowitz to the show. Her Florida-based law firm helps people navigate the more poignant periods of their lives with expertise and empathy. I like that. Sarah, thanks for being here. Welcome to the show. Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be on today. Good. So I know you have a very interesting backstory. I was kind of reading that on your website. So maybe walk me through uh, briefly what led you to where you are today. Sure. Um, So helping clients embrace their new tomorrows and resolve their cases with the least amount of stress possible is a core value of my Florida-based family law firm. And handling family law and dependency cases for over a decade, I've really seen that firsthand the best results are achieved outside of court Mm -hmm. through open communication, collaboration, honesty, and respect. I have seen the horrors of litigation and the emotional toll it takes on not only the spouses, but especially the children. Mm. And then I've seen the benefits of reaching resolution outside of court, where spouses and children are much happier, it's much easier for them to move on in their lives, as well as to co-parent. So I did have the more traditional legal experience initially, where I handled litigation for several years before Mm -hmm. shifting my practice to collaborative, uncontested, out-of-court resolutions. And it's much more um, peaceful, mindful, and future-focused, which is really my excuse me, my passion. Okay. Now, um, I'm curious, like, what what caused you to come to determine the focus of your firm's services? Was it um, an event in your life? Was it um, maybe somebody that you clerked with or that you worked with as a mentor? So, how did you come to to focus uh, the focus of your firm? How did you come to that decision? Um, It was honestly seeing the toll um, through prior cases I had, seeing the Mm -hmm. emotional toll that litigation took on not only my clients, but what really impacted me was my children. I I have two young children myself. So seeing the impact that uh, divorce had, well, divorce Mm -hmm. litigation had on the children as well as the spouses, I then learned about the collaborative process and Mm -hmm. uncontested and ways to resolve divorce outside of court. And it's now become my niche and my um, passion. Okay. Awesome. I like that. So is there something maybe that you wish you knew when you started out? Like if you could go back in time and talk to the younger you, maybe a piece of advice that you would, that you would give them. Oh, that's a tough question. (laughs) Do the collaborative training. I wish I had done the collaborative divorce training like as soon as I got out of law school, I would say. Okay. Even, even a class in law school on collaborative divorce. Because yeah. it's a really excellent way I'm excited to talk about today and get your listeners um, to become aware about it because it's, really, mm-hmm. it's a really great new area of the law. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, a lot of the interviews that I'm doing, I'm seeing that's kind of the the direction that, that this area of law is moving Um, for all the reasons that you mentioned, all the benefits of that, especially not putting uh, young kids through that if they don't have to through the litigation stuff. Okay. So how, how is your, maybe your personal values shaped your approach to helping clients. You, you mentioned kind of in, in the beginning, you have some certain values that are really important to you. So how do you kind of implement those into how you work with people? So when you talk to your family lawyer, you should feel seen, heard, understood. You know, your lawyer is that one person who is on your side to represent your best interests and has the legal expertise to help you achieve that best outcome. So how I approach family law matters is I listen to my clients, I communicate directly with them, I follow through. My firm really helps to focus on decreasing trauma, increasing stability, and providing families with sustainable tools for the future. I'm always here with a kind ear to listen. Um, if any of your listeners would ever like to reach out, depending on your circumstances, I my core focus of my firm is to empower my clients to embrace a new tomorrow. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And it's definitely a, a big change for them, especially when you're talking about divorce. They often say that it's it's kind of like a grieving process or or similar to a death where something's ended and then you have to make decisions going forward about that new that new place in your life, which you just described. So I wonder, is there maybe you could describe like an ideal client for you? Um someone that you really like to work with or, uh, you know, either it could be that they're open to advice or that they're grounded from a, um, from the standpoint of what they're going through. So maybe just talk about an ideal uh, type of client you like to work with. Sure. Um, I would say anyone that's, you know, looking for that new transition in their life, Mm. whether it be you know, they're looking to get divorced or they're looking to adopt. I handle um, certain areas of adoption um, and someone that wants to peacefully resolve their divorce or is interested in hearing about the other options. Maybe they're not aware that there are other options rather than the traditional adversarial process. Mm. And I love to educate, you know, every consult I do, no matter what the case um, appears to be, I love to educate people on the collaborative and uncontested routes to dissolution of marriage. I feel like not a lot of people are aware of that yet. They Mm. think they have to follow this traditional adversarial process. And Mm. I love to get the word out so people are aware that there are other ways. There are better ways to resolve a divorce where it doesn't have to be this contentious battle with your spouse. Okay. And I'm going to ask you a little bit about that in a second. So do you think there are any maybe some misconceptions that people have about uh, what you do or what you can do? for them? And how do you kind of help them overcome those? Absolutely. Divorce is obviously an emotional transition, but it does not have to be a battle. I really feel like there is a a stigma surrounding divorce. When people hear divorce, they automatically think it has to be this adversarial process. However, sticking together as you are coming apart is a core value of collaborative divorce. So the family unit moves forward in new and productive ways. And collaborative divorce is really optimal for couples who are future focused. They can appreciate and see the the forest through the trees, if you will, Mm. namely the many benefits of resolving matters amicably and efficiently to reduce that emotional and financial stress while improving their overall well-being. So, and even if you're unsure whether your spouse would agree to a collaborative style divorce, 
an attorney trained in this area can usually help bridge the gap. I've actually had the question come up during consultations uh, multiple times that one spouse wants to do an uncontested or collaborative divorce, but they are unsure if their spouse would agree to that. And there are tools that I can give them to work with their spouse to help get their spouse on board. You know, you'll address their core concerns in the divorce process, which mm-hmm. would help get them on board to reaching a uh, peaceful resolution rather than the traditional adversarial process. Um, discussing the many benefits to reaching a resolution outside of court are paramount. It's also mm-hmm. important for both spouses to retain attorneys that are collaborative or focus on peaceful resolutions as opposed to adversarial. So many times I'll actually provide referrals for like-minded attorneys that the other spouse can contact, which will help ensure we get on the path to peaceful resolution. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And I like how you said that sticking together as you're coming apart. That, that yes, could that's be- a... That could be our title for our episode here, Sarah. So I, I, I love that. That's honestly that's a core value of the collaborative process. And I love right. it. It's, it's very so, true. I love it. All right, cool. So you mentioned, let's kind of jump into some of your area of expertise. We won't get too far down the rabbit hole, but so you mentioned like uncontested, collaborative, then there's the litigation route. So maybe just give us like a 30,000 foot definition if you can of each one of those, how they're different. Um, And then I can ask you some, maybe some more specific questions about collaborative. Sure, sure. So the collaborative process is a newer process that is a great alternative to the traditional process. In the collaborative process, it is non-adversarial. There is a professional team that works together to help Mm -hmm. the spouses reach a resolution outside of court. So in the collaborative process, there's two collaboratively trained attorneys. Each spouse has their own. Then there's a neutral facilitator that usually has a background in mental health or child development. And then there's typically a neutral financial accountant as well. Mm -hmm. And all professionals are working together with the same goal in mind to help this family reach a resolution outside of court. And actually in the collaborative process, if either spouse um, decides to actually move forward with court proceedings, everyone, including the attorneys, has to get off the case and the spouses Mm. have to start with new counsel and new professionals on board. So everyone is really working together with that same goal because everyone wants to help this family reach a resolution and the spouses don't want to have to start over in Mm -hmm. court. They want to be able to reach a resolution outside of court as well. So that's the collaborative process. Okay, Um, then like uncontested, what, what does that mean? Sure. An uncontested divorce, it does not involve the rest of the collaborative team. So it does not involve the neutral professionals, the facilitator, and the accountant. It does involve reaching a full agreement, typically prior to filing a petition or any pleadings with the court. And that agreement is reached either via negotiations between the spouses or attorneys, or can also involve attending mediation pre-suit. And once the agreements are drafted and executed, the agreement is actually filed along with the petition, um, and that's the uncontested route. Okay, okay. And then the, obviously the litigated one is that what everybody kind of knows about. Where Right, that's the traditional adversarial process where there's a petition, mm-hmm. a spouse is served, files an answer, they exchange discovery, and then if, if they're not reaching agreement at mediation, they go through a, a court battle, which typically involves depositions, and mm-hmm. I mean, Litigation can easily cost each spouse well over $100,000. It can get very costly very quickly. And it can also take many years to reach a resolution. I mean, many judges down here in South Florida will set trials out like over a year. Their dockets are usually Mm -hmm. um, 
they're very far uh, spaced out for trials. Right. And COVID kind of made that worse with the, yes, with the backlog absolutely. and everything. Okay. So then absolutely. how do you, I can see where the collaborative would be a better route to go if you have two people that are willing to work towards a resolution. So when you're representing someone, how do you manage kind of their expectations and emotions while you're guiding them through the case? Cause it can be a very uh, traumatic experience, right? A lot of emotion. Yes, absolutely. So the neutral facilitator that's on board in the collaborative process helps a lot. That facilitator works with both um, both spouses together. They'll do meetings jointly with the spouses as well as separate, and they will help them a lot. They'll be, you know, a sounding board, if you will. They'll make sure they're aware in advance of everything they want to discuss. Um, in the collaborative process, there are team meetings, and everybody has an agenda in advance of the team meeting, so everyone is aware of what's going to be discussed. No one's blindsiding anybody. And as far as my role in the collaborative process, I work very closely with my clients. I help come up with creative resolutions. I'm always there for them. I'll listen to them. We'll discuss what's important right now to them. What's their core concern? What needs to be addressed at this next team meeting? And then I'll make sure that's communicated and brought up at the meeting. Mm. In the collaborative process, again, everyone's working together. So no one's trying to, to blindside anyone, if you will, versus... In a more adversarial process, that does happen often where someone will all of a sudden bring something up in a at a court hearing that nobody was even aware of to right. purposely to blindside in a way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And maybe um, what do you feel like are some of the key qualities that you believe people experience working with your firm? Maybe some things that kind of set you apart or make you unique. So... I work directly with my clients. I am a true solo practitioner. So when someone retains my firm, they're working directly with me rather than working with um, an assistant or a secretary, a paralegal. They're okay. working um, directly with me. And I you know, stay in touch with all, all of my clients. I really hold their hand through every step of the process with my firm. Each and every case is handled with care, compassion, dignity. Um, I've received excellent uh, past testimonials from clients. I also mm. have re- uh, received referrals from past clients, um, which I'm always honored and proud of. And a common theme that a lot of my clients say is that they're grateful for the successful uh, resolution of their case and that they never felt alone, but felt supported when they worked with me. My firm um, really focuses, you know, again, on reaching resolutions peacefully outside of court, unlike many family law firms, which are litigation based. Mm-hmm. And I really empower my clients to embrace that new tomorrow, to not worry about their past hurt, to stay future focused and, you know, really f- get excited about the future. I really try to empower them to embrace that. Yeah. A new phase in their life. Okay. So let's switch gears maybe a little bit. What do you, what do you just see as maybe the biggest opportunity uh, going forward for the future of your practice? What makes you excited? The collaborative process. So I became collaboratively trained um, almost two years ago now, and mm-hmm. I really want to grow that part of my practice. It's become very a big passion for me, and I want to get the word out more. I want a lot of people to be aware of this this newer process and this newer alternative to dispute resolution. There are so many benefits to it, and I really want to work on getting that word out and working with more um, professionals as well as clients on the collaborative process. Okay. And maybe like the flip side of that, Sarah, uh, a biggest challenge or obstacle maybe that you yet to overcome or want to tackle? Uh, Well, the biggest challenge would be getting more attorneys on board with the collaborative process. Mm. There are a lot of attorneys are more litigation based, adversarial based and 
don't necessarily believe in, have, haven't made that paradigm shift, don't necessarily believe mm-hmm. in the uh, collaborative principles just yet. And I, I'd like to work on getting the word out more there, doing you know trainings with other attorneys, if you will. Yeah. Teaching old dogs new tricks. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Sarah, if people want to learn more about you or they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Sure. Um, they can send me an email, sarah at horowitzlawpa.com, or go to my website, which is horowitzlawpa.com. There's also a free resource on my website that they can mm-hmm. download um, mm-hmm. about how to peacefully dissolve your marriage. My phone number is 954-300-1602. Um, they can also connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google. Um, I also have a monthly newsletter that I publish called Horowitz Highlights, where I share up-to-date information, guidance about changes to the law, um, analysis and trending family law issues that I'd love for people to read. Awesome. Yeah. And I did look at that download piece on the website that was very informative. So I encourage everyone to at least start there. And it sounds like she's got the the entire internet exposed and combed over. I like it, Sarah. You got all the social media channels. Cool. Well, Sarah, listen, I want to thank you for taking the time to be here with me today. This was very informative and a true pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I greatly appreciate it. Thank thank you all for listening. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in and watching and listening to the Confident Retirement Podcast brought to you by LPF Advisors, where we're hoping to raise the confidence financially of everyday people to another level one show at a time. Thanks again for tuning in. Listen to everybody. Be well and take care. Sarah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you as well, Chris. You've been listening to the Confident Retirement Podcast with Chris and Mark from LPF Advisors. For more information on them and retiring confidently, please visit lpfadvisors.com. If your ears are pleased and your mind is now at ease, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.